Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 19th of September 2019. This is The Gap, episode 485. I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Gore is here, and he's got a bit of a beef to pick, I feel like. Oh, do I? Oh my lord. Oh, the Joe, Joe Morant to start the fucking podcast is back, baby. <laughs> Anytime I am forced to take the same position on a subject as fucking uh, 9-11 truther, Sandy Hook truther, absolute fucking lunatic Andrew Bogut, I'm very upset because that dude is a fucking crazy person, a millionaire crazy person, an NBA champion crazy person, but a straight up fucking crazy person. But here I am, right? He's a gamer gamer, right? He literally thinks game journalists are corrupt. And here I am, forced to sit here and assume that we are aligned on anything at all. Because fucking this, this, this FIBA... The fucking Basketball World Cup was some of the fucking cookedest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. The game against Spain was a fucking travesty, right? Like, I've seen... I'm usually pretty quick. Like, even against... Even when I don't want a team to win, I'm usually siding on the idea that uh, there's no... There's no, nothing underhanded going on, right? There's nothing fucking... Right terribly underhanded going on i'm usually just like there's you know it's human nature right there's pettiness uh you, you look at like warriors versus Cavs finals where i'd be sitting there and in the in the moment i'd be like how the fuck could they call that but you look at the the broader game you take a step back and look at the broader game you're like Oh, it's probably a fucking a makeup call. Makeup calls shouldn't exist at all. We've got the technology to eliminate them entirely. We've got the technology to almost entirely eliminate referees, in my opinion. But nevertheless, uh, Ricard, that's not what I'm on about right now, right? What I'm talking about right now is usually I will look at an entire game and be like, yeah, that was probably just a makeup call. Or, oh, yeah, they're probably just, you know, being a bit petty or whatever the fuck. You know, like, you know, referees are humans. And if you go up and clap in one, someone's face enough, then uh, it might piss piss them off. And they can just sort of, you know, make make 50-50 calls lean the other ways. That sort of thing, you know? Like, that's that's why generally, if if you want to be a professional sports person, you want to be, you know, professional on the court uh, and, and avoid any, any of that kind of stuff. But... That's not... That wasn't the case in FIBO. They weren't professional referees. They were fucking... Like, just fucking the high school fucking referees from fucking wherever the fuck. Wherever FIBO could find them. Someone who knows the fucking FIBO rules. Or at least, you know... Signed a stat deck saying they knew the, the FIBO rules. Because the fucking fouls called in the last quarter of Australia versus Spain were absolutely... F- tragic. Like, a fucking travesty they were fucked they are absolutely fucked and i could not believe what i was watching like it was disgusting the the call on bogut that literally handed spain the game right fair enough australia fucked it in overtime but it should never have gone overtime it should never have gotten that far right and don't give me any shit about fucking Paddy mills missing his fucking free throws blah 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 fuck that shit that dude worked it's like if, if you carried fucking four cunts up and down a fucking court for an entire fucking tournament yeah you're allowed to miss a fucking free throw it doesn't matter if it's the the one that matters right you you hit every other fucking thing that matters you kept your fucking team in it the entire fucking time and yeah fuck that shit fuck that fuck fever Paddy mills didn't even get in the fucking 
best five players of the fucking tournament? That is absolute bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Meanwhile, Ricky Rubio, that flopping fucking cunt, is fucking MVP. Fair enough. He played well. You know, he had the stats to back him up. But he was a flopping fuckhole. Fuck Ricky Rubio forever. Fuck FIBA forever. I'm never watching another FIBA game again. I'm so upset that I fucking toiled to get KO to work on my fucking TV. Because it was a fucking effort. I'm glad now I'll be able to watch the fucking Rugby World Cup. I assume that won't be officiated to death. But who can fucking tell anymore? Have you noticed the fucking, like, refereeing in games has gotten way out of fucking hand? It's getting worse and worse and worse. Like, more and more... You can't trust what the fuck is going on with the officials on the ground. It's like they're trying to insert themselves to remind people that that referees exist or something. I don't understand what's going on there, right? They clearly see the fucking, the tides of change, the winds of change are coming, right? And they know the fucking computers are going to do it all in five years' time, right? Like... If computers can drive our cars, there's no reason a computer can't stand at fucking silly mid fucking leg or whatever the fuck they call it in cricket and tell someone they've fucking stepped over the fucking line or whatever the fuck. Like, there's no way the referees exist in 10 years time. Because why the fuck would they? Like, maybe down on the fucking, on the park on a Saturday afternoon when your kids are playing, they're not going to get crack out the fucking, the IBMs. But I'll tell you what. Fuck them. Fuck human interference in professional fucking sports games because they're fucking useless, right? All you need is one dude on the court to maybe... Like, what the fuck is... What the fuck is um, NBA ref? You've seen them. They're fucking four feet, foot tall. What the fuck are they... Like, they can't even... St- if NBA players want to fight, nobody's going to stop them, right? The only people going to stop them are fucking X-Men, right? You call in the X-Men and maybe they can stop them. There's no way a fucking NBA ref's going to break it up. They'll just get fucking mashed, right? So they can't even do that. They're not even there for that anymore. So, fuck it. Just have computers do it. Get, like, a learning algorithm. I mean, there's there's a problem in that sense as well, in that maybe the algorithm learns... Like, if James Harden, right, does his fucking 16-step step back enough, right, maybe the algorithm accidentally learns that that is a correct play, right? You, you feed in... You know, you've got all those... I fed a, I fed a script writing bot a uh, hundred hours of Seinfeld, and this is the script it wrote. And someone writes their own script and then pretends a script bot wrote it. Hmm. Right, that is, you know, vaguely how learning algorithms work. Right, so if you fed a fucking NBA ref rules fucking computer a hundred hours of NBA footage and it watched James Harden the whole time, not getting called on these many many travels, it'd be like. Mustn't be trouble. I'm not going to call it. And then fucking, like, for the rest of the time, you're fucked. Like, you've you've taught the computer wrong. Like, that's the problem with learning computers is that you t- teach them wrong and they never fucking learn any better. That's the only issue we have that could possibly ruin a fucking computer revolution. FIBA would never implement it, though, because fucking they're, they're cashed up, right? Look at, look at where FIBA's headquarters are. In Switzerland, I don't know what fucking Bogo was on about with that comment necessarily, but he was correct about everything else. It started with an S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was guys. Europe starts with an S. They speak a funny language. Close enough. <laughs> uh, Scandinavia, let's go with that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a country, I think. <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, fuck FIBA. Australia should have fucking... I don't know if they would have beaten Argentina, because... Paddy looked pretty tired. Like, in the, 
in the bronze medal game, Paddy looked pretty tired. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, the wind was ripped from him, but uh, yeah, he looked he looked about done. Hmm. So maybe he wouldn't be able to step up for against Argentina. But nevertheless, he, they should have had a fucking punt, and they should have been at least silver. Fuck FIBA. Fuck Spain. Fuck Ricky Rubio in particular. And fuck Spain actually played pretty good. And fuck Switzerland. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> and fuck referees. Anyway, it's fucking... It's 8 o'clock. I'm fired up before 9. Yeah. You had your coffee? It's going to be an interesting day. I just finished my coffee. We had my almond milk. I think that's why I'm so fired up. Ah. Trying almond milk in my coffee. and It's not going well. It's just not the same. Yeah. It's not milk, right? It's not... It's not milk. It's literally not milk. You know, they, like... They're trying to get them to... It's, uh, they're trying to get it re... Mm. Reclassified as nut juice. But, like, there's a real clear reason why it's called almond milk and not nut juice. Because uh, I'm not buying a big carton of nut juice. Uh, I make my own, thank you very much. Um, so... Yeah, I don't need it. I was talking about wanking, Luke. Ah. I was talking about semen, jizz, you know, nut juice. No, haven't put it together. Never mind. Don't worry about. I haven't it. had any. No, uh, you're the expert. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, speaking of basketball, the uh, the basketball tickets went on sale over here. Uh, in the last week, there was like pre-sale. Last couple of days, and then public went on like just after. Uh, or just before we started this podcast, and I've picked up a lot of tickets so far, which is good. Excited to go see some stuff. Um, You're not a season pass holder, are you? No, no. We bought a like a package, mini package deal. Right. Um, and this one's got, I think it was, it was eight games. Um, so let me just bring it up quickly was uh so celtics rockets lakers uh pistons wizards mavericks and 76ers that's over the next um sort of it looks like the whole season till march so there's a couple um so that was last week we bought them and then today public like general nba tickets went on sale so we picked up um some tickets to opening night for the warriors they're playing the Clippers, and we're heading down to LA in I think November or October, October. Right. Uh, so we're going to Lakers game for for that one as well. So I picked up the tickets for Lakers as well, which is okay. I mean, they're playing the Mavs. It's not not too bad. I mean, that's, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It'd um, be weird if LeBron's already west- resting. The alternative the season, was so. yeah. The alternative was the Wizards, and uh, uh, I was like, "No, let's do Mavs. They got a we feel like they got a better team." So yeah, yeah, yep, true. So I've got about ten tickets so far lined up for basketball season, which should be good. Looking That's forward awesome. to it. Yeah, sick. They're very expensive though. Um, oh, yeah. the, the actual packaged one wasn't. That was super cheap. Um, but right. that like trying to buy individual tickets are dumb. They're super super yeah. dumb. Um, and they're very hard to get. Like, we didn't get... There was single-sale tickets, but there was no double, so we had to go through, like... We talked about this the other week, the fucking verified reseller mm. ticket master bullshit. Uh, yep. So, anyway. Hmm. Yeah. 
a lot of basketball this year. Seems like awesome. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about some games then? No, let's talk about a movie. Oh, okay. This is all right. We we put this down here. It says the worst movie I've ever seen in a long time. But before yep. we get to that, we're gonna play some games. <laughs> we're gonna play the game where I try and guess what movie it is. Let's do it. Let's hear it. All right. Well, what do you do? Got? I do I get some hints as to like when it was released or anything like that? Like, is it a this year movie? It was released this year. I'll give you that. Uh, and so you got to have some guesses before I give you any other hints. Okay. Um, I'm going to open up my letterbox. Okay. Oh, no, don't, don't do that. You'll see my fucking review. Oh, no, no. I'm opening my letterbox. Yeah, but it'll, it won't show you. Don't you, do you no, no, follow no. me? What a fuck. What a don't prick. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so if I go by rating. Sure. Oh, let's just start at the, le- the, let's, I'll just look at what I've put on here so far and then we'll go backwards. So the, the worst one I've got here at the moment is Men in Black International. Yikes. No, uh, you're so far <laughs> fucking off. Right. Uh, the next one was Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery, that Adam Sandler. Yep. Aniston. Yeah. No, 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 no. Look, dude, you are fucking like, I, I don't know how to explain this, right? Uh, if the, let's talk in terms of scale, right. Yeah. Of how bad you're looking at, right. Yeah. Uh, murder mystery is a human sized adult, hmm. uh, sorry, adult sized human rather. Uh, right. and, uh, what I saw is an ant. You are way above where Highlight? you need to be. <laughs> no, I did hate that, but, uh, no, uh, nope. You're okay. you're so you're so you're so far out, man. You've got no fucking hope. Yeah, I feel like I've not seen this film. I don't think you have. I don't think you have, but you need to. Everyone needs to. Uh, they just shouldn't give uh, any any money over for it. All right, you're gonna have to. Uh, let's let's. Okay, I'll, I'll give you some more hints. I'll give you some more hints. Let me okay. just just uh, have a quick. Was it? Is it like a cinema film, or is it like a directed DVD, or is it like uh, a it, Netflix it, thing? It had a cinema. Had a cinema uh, release. Run. Hmm. Yep. Um, it was. It made. Oh come on! Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's made three thousand six hundred dollars. Oh, thanks. In its yep. cinema release. <sighs> three thousand six hundred. Um, it has a big Hollywood. It has a big Hollywood star in it. Mel Gibson. Film. Has, no, no, mm. no. John Travolta. I'll tell you, it's got John, John Travolta. Travolta. Okay. Yep. I don't know. No, I don't. Nothing. It's got Devin Sawyer, Casper. You remember him in Casper, Final Destination. Okay. Yeah, mm. he's in it. Uh, he was in. He was in something else as well. He was in the uh, film clip for Stan. Okay. Yep. What's he been and doing since Stan? then? Uh, not stacks. Um, but uh, this movie is essentially a remake of the film clip for Stan, but it's uh, eighty-six <laughs> minutes long. And uh, who's playing instead of, in- instead of Tevin Sawyer's? Right. And. John Travolta is playing Stan, uh, except instead of being um, blonde, 
and uh, having a, a girlfriend. He's autistic, and uh, he puts on one of the straight up most offensive fucking impressions of an autistic person I've ever seen in my life. It's directed by Fred Durst <laughs> from Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Uh, there is a scene where Devin Sawyer talks to his son about how much he loves Limp Biscuit, mm. uh, which is a real wow moment. Um, and it's called The Fanatic. And it is fucking awful, but like fascinatingly awful. Uh, John Travolta goes so fucking over the top uh, into her. The first line in the movie is uh, he, he's like, I can't talk long, I have to poop. Mm. And that really sets the stage uh, for how, how, how low this movie's going to go. Uh, he does like many scenes of pretending to be a terrible English Bobby, uh, like police officer on the, uh, Hollywood, uh, walk of fame. Um, and none of it makes sense. None of this film makes sense. I, I can't, I can't say any more without spoiling stuff. Uh, and I don't want to spoil stuff cause it's what a train wreck. You, you got to see this train wreck for yourself. It is spectacular. Um, but yeah, it's the worst. And Fred Durst or John Travolta, I'm not sure one of them should be ashamed. Honestly, it is terrible. It's not terrible. You know, people watch The Room, ironically, and they go to the cinema and they throw fucking bananas or whatever the fuck at the screen or whatever the fuck it is. I can't remember. People throw shit. It's one of those, you know, event movies now. It's, hmm. it's so bad that it's good. This is just honestly awful, but uh, it's at least like at least I felt something watching it. I felt revulsion, but at least I felt something, and it's given me a new perspective. You know how remember last year when Mother was the worst movie I'd seen all year, uh, and fair enough, it is a terrible movie. I don't think it came uh, last year. No, but that's when I saw it. Ah. Um, yeah. This is so much worse than Mother. Like, I I just, I didn't have a fucking, I didn't have a flaw. I didn't have a correct flaw. And that brings me, this. I bring this up for a reason. Look, it's hmm. a segue. It's a brilliant segue into people who are talking about Borderlands having the worst writing they'd ever experienced in a game. Hmm. Uh, or being the worst humor they've ever experienced in a game or whatever the fuck. They clearly, these people who say these things clearly don't have a correct flaw. They've sure. got no actual bottom. They've got a false bottom. You know, the drawer, they open the drawer and there's a false bottom and you can lift it out and there's extra underneath. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, check this out. All this extra room for activities. Well, that's what these people have. A false fucking bottom because they got no fucking clue just how bad the humor can get just yeah. how bad the game can get and like obviously humor is a highly subjective thing it's a like super fucking personal thing mm -hmm. so what you find funny might not be what i find funny although over the course of 12 years or whatever the fuck i think we found that um generally we find the same things funny um but like your wife doesn't like role models right which disturbing. I thought it was a deal breaker, but apparently powered through. Uh, 
right? Like, yeah, role models is fucking amazing, in my opinion. And in your opinion, in her opinion, not funny, right? That's that's it, right? Humor is personal. So there's every reason to believe that someone might not enjoy the humor in Borderlands. And it seems like there are a number of people who don't enjoy the humor in Borderlands. But people have conflated, what the fuck? My Blizzard update agent just fucking... Am I, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, sorry. Blizzard uh, trying to sabotage the... They're, the yeah, they're getting in. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's there's every reason to believe that people, you know, might not like the humor in a the game. There's, there's no reason to, to criticize someone for not enjoying the humor, although we obviously don't agree... Uh, on a, I, I don't agree on a fundamental level. I think it is, yes, juvenile, but it is funny. Sure. Right? But you can't then go from there. You can't take the the humor, right, uh, criticizing the humor and conflate that as criticism, uh, criticism of all of the writing. Mm. Right? There, as a critic, right, at some point, it is your responsibility to be able to separate different elements sure. right and so you must be able to like it can be difficult right like if if heavy rain was explicitly well written right like just a masterpiece right uh but it still had the voice acting of a fbi agent who would like was reading the scripts using fucking hooked on phonics yeah let's Has pretend that's spoken like english before that uh i don't know like uh bruce willis shows up and he's like you're gonna read for this video game and bruce willis does not want to be there but he's getting yeah. paid a lot of money and so he just yeah. reads it or like bill murray in ghostbusters the the video game where it yes. seemed like he just phoned it in literally on a phone he's like crusty crusty <laughs> like walks in the so this is easy, kid. Uh, bing, bang, boom. Hey, I'm Krusty. Hey, it's Krusty. Hey, hey, it's Krusty. I'm finished. Oh, Krusty, uh, we haven't put the tape in yet. Um, yeah, right? That's, yeah, that, Bill Murray is the perfect example, right? Like, But you can separate, right, Bill Murray's performance from the quality of the writing, right? Which is why a lot of people tend to re- remember the Ghostbusters video game as the, the third movie they never got, right? Because they appreciate... You know, obviously it was stretched out a little bit uh, because it's a video game, but um, sure. yeah, the quality was there, right? Like, yeah. It it works within the canon of the universe, and so you can separate the two things. You have to be able to do the same thing with humor. If you don't like the humor, it's very difficult to separate that and say, "Well, the, like it, I don't find it funny," but. I can see, like, the quality of the humor. Like, Rick and yeah. Morty is a fucking perfect example, right? If you don't like the, the the humor of Rick and Morty, then I think you would you would struggle to see that it is quite well written, right? Like, mm. the parts that are written anyway, when they're sure. not just fucking ad-libbing their fucking balls off. Uh, they're, like, they're clearly... There's a clearly defined plot and story structure within each episode and in the broader sense uh, in, in the arc of the season that actually functions really well. And even if you don't appreciate the humor, I think you would have to be able to appreciate that, right? If you are critically analyzing it, right? Like you have to separate. Like there's, there's no onus on a person to 
say the writing is good, sure, but the humor is bad. If they're not reviewing it, if they're not criti- critically analyzing it, but if they are, yeah. then that is their fucking responsibility. And Borderlands Three has fantastic writing. Humor aside, separating it from the humor, there is a lot going on in that fucking game, right? There is a fucking ton uh, of really subtle shit going on in that game that it didn't get credit for because I believe, I feel like people noped out as soon as they didn't like the humor, right? The people who are saying that it's poorly written noped out as soon as they didn't like the poopy jokes or whatever the fuck. They're Mm. like, that's it. You know, this is trash. Someone literally called it trash. Um, Like that's, that's in my opinion, irresponsible. Yeah. It's Um, not a, like uh, they're not using, or they've got a very limited breadth of, I guess the medium in general, if they're not like looking at the whole spectrum, <laughs> you can't, you can't sit there and say it's the worst writing you've ever had in a in video game. Cause it's not, maybe, it's, maybe it's what you've experienced, but then you've probably not experienced many video games just hands down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like on Twitter, I was like, Oh, you've never played a David Cage game before, but honest to God, like I can, there are, some absolute fucking shockers out there right like absolute fucking postal three i think (laughs) is my poster child uh of what uh, like uh, the sort of video game should that should never exist Hmm. uh it is the fucking it is close to the bottom of the barrel in my opinion right like uh ignoring games like that what are that fucking murder game that literally just existed to cause controversy was right. Mm. Didn't work. Was that's not postal three is the third game in a fucking established series. At that point, it may have started out as a controversy sim, yeah. but, uh, it postal two actually pretty intelligent in mm-hmm. its form. Uh, still obviously puerile and juvenile and, pretty gross and well super gross in a lot of places but postal 3 was a flat out blatant fucking cash grab uh and yeah straight up fucking like straight up offensive to consumers uh if you've never played postal 3 yeah i could see how like you might consider again we go back to like fucking heavy rain is an adult-sized human, a human, human-sized adult? Mm-hmm. Adult-sized human. And Postal 3's writing is a fucking ant, right? The gulf between the two, the like the order of magnitude is so grand in its difference that, yeah, there's, there's no way you can fucking possibly... But if you haven't even played Heavy Rain, or if you thought Heavy Rain was good inexplicably, uh, or had good writing inexplicably, um, like, yeah, like, I, I don't see... Like your measurements system is mm-hmm. is balked. It'd be like if you had a ruler that started at like a meter long ruler that started at fucking forty centimeters, right? Like every every measurement you made from there on out would never really fucking measure up. It'd never fucking work, right? Like you'd be like, oh yeah, that's thirty four centimeters, or oh something that's forty one centimeters long is one centimeter. It'd be like that's only one centimeter. And be like, hold up, that's not true. Not a fucking... Oh, it's plane time. We got away away with it for a little while. We started early to avoid the planes, but (laughs) they're back. Um, 
yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Borderlands Three. If you separate the humor out, has a lot of really fucking smart shit going on in it, and it is this like I, I think it's it's sad that a lot of people are going to miss it because they have written off the humor. Uh, Which is weird because I I feel like there's another side to this as well of of people some people just wanting to find like some little way or some little thing about it that they can just hate on it because of all the controversy that's gone around sort of like gearbox the last yeah couple of years and so this is their out or they just use that as, as an excuse because i mean you look at borderlands 2 and that's like a that's a that's a 90 on metacritic isn't it like a or a yeah 91 or somewhere around there yeah. It's kind of strange that people all of a sudden will turn around and be like, the writing's not very good in these games. Or like, I don't like... Oh, it's got humor. a different writer. It's, it's obviously yeah. got a different writer, but the tone is is very similar. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking something the same because I saw someone like screenshotted... I think it was a gun. It was like the something something squirter. And, uh, and the color text was uh do you want to see a magic trick right and someone screenshot it and they're like this is clearly a reference to randy pitchford's fucking usb stick yeah and most of the reactions were that's so fucking gross this this company's so fucking gross Hmm. right which is just a fucked response because a right lampooning your fucking your outspoken ceo in your own fucking video game is a baller ass move in my opinion right like fucking screwing the fuck out of your ceo is a top-notch move b right like why why is why are gearbox employees getting fucked right why are they getting raked over the coals for the actions or miss mistakes mistakes of their fucking ceo right like why are you criticizing randy pitchford didn't fucking write like borderlands he's just he's doing magic tricks and like going on medieval times he's not (laughs) fucking writing the game so why are you fucking shitting all over the writers of borderlands 3 uh for randy pitchford's mistakes that doesn't make any fucking sense Hmm. yeah i definitely i I definitely agree with you i definitely think it, it seems like people want to hate on gearbox for the mistakes of, of upper management and they're taking it out on the fucking boots on the ground people, which is just horseshit. It's such a garbage move. Uh, and yeah, they absolutely don't deserve it. Uh, cause I think they've done a really good job. Yeah. I love, I love little jokes like that. I thought that was fucking hilarious to be honest. That's a spectacular gag in my opinion. And mm. it should be applauded. Uh, instead it was fucking ripped on, which, yeah, shit yeah it just it just strikes me as really shitty like a lot of what's going on around this game it seems really weird like there's a lot of agendas right it's very weird right to see that the fucking the uh, epic game store Mm. right yeah uh lunatics right it's that fucking (laughs) that handshake meme right where you've got Epic Game Store haters on one side, and you've got uh, people who specifically hate Randy Pitchford on the other, and <laughs> they're shaking in the middle, and they're like hating on Borderlands for reasons that don't make sense. 
Um, because that's exactly what's happening. Like, yeah, they're just fucking ripping into the wrong, wrong game um, or into the wrong people. Their their aim their aim is off. They're looking sure. at the wrong stuff. It's just, uh, yeah. Anyway, Borderlands Three is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, we've talked about it a bunch on here. Um, we obviously went yep. to the the preview, the reveal in LA. We had some hands on um, before the release for a couple hours, and then um, we unfortunately couldn't get early code um, due to security reasons. Maybe I should have done that with quotation marks. Um, yeah. Which I I think we said this last week that just seemed like bullshit. Um, but yeah, we eventually, we did get codes from, from 2K. They were, they yep. were nice enough to send some out to us and yes. we jumped in and, um, we, I don't know how much we've played. I feel like it's upwards of what, 30 plus hours, maybe 40 hours. I'd say around 40. You can check on 40, Epic yeah. Game Store. I just don't have it open at the moment. Um, can you, I thought you couldn't. Yeah, they they added it in there at some stage. Okay. Um, I think it's under like the settings option or something like that in the game. Right. But yeah, I, for people that don't know, Borderlands 3 kicks off after the events of, of um, I guess, Borderlands 2 and also Tales of the Borderlands. I'm not sure where Tales sort of sits in the timeline, but it's got, it's got characters from Tales of the Borderlands and also from the um, Borderlands 2 DLC, uh, the commander little dlc which we we talked about before the release so it sort of picks up after the events of that and um it follows uh these twins that are sort of causing havoc um by uh revealing themselves to be sort of like uh sirens i guess and yeah trying to go after vaults and trying to open them and you have to try and stop them as a new vault hunter joining lilith's team of the crimson raiders um that's kind of the basic gist of it. It's uh, it goes some places. Like it's a, it is the longer game than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, like I there is we a lot were, of content. I, I literally uh, was because I, I thought I jumped in at the fucking end uh, with Baz by mm-hmm. mistake because I was four levels above. So we're playing on, on Discord, and I can see people playing on Discord. So I just. Sometimes when... Because we played through the entire game together. Yeah. Luke and I. Uh, just looking at Epic Games Store, I played 40 hours. Um, yeah, we played through the whole thing together. Um, so when you weren't around, uh, I was uh, just jumping into other people's games and just sort of running around with them and doing whatever they were doing. And generally, they were behind us. Yeah. And when I saw that Baz was four levels lower than us, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, he'll, he'll be behind us. Uh, he was, like, fucking way ahead of us. <laughs> way ahead of us. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, this will be fine. Jump in. And uh, I'm fucking leaping into basically the fucking, what I thought was, like, the final boss fight. Like, um, this seems like spoilers. <laughs> but uh, on top of that, because it was like the final boss fight, because you get an item that makes that fucking fight pretty, not trivial, but like a lot easier than what it was. Uh, we were getting fucking like slammed. Um, it was the, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say, uh, but 
Anyway, you get an item that gives you 100% uh, like uh, resistance to a, a certain damage type. Right. That you're and supposed if you to chuck use. that on, <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. if, if you chuck that on, uh, it's it's a lot easier. Uh, it's yeah, playing like doing that fight without it is you take a lot of damage a lot of the time, and you can't really do much about it. I think it only um, took us one go though, right? Like yeah, one reset. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Baz, it took us. Uh, it, like I, I bailed after three attempts because what I figured was happening was uh, it was rated for his playthrough, which was four levels below me, and he was uh, sort of getting fucked, right? Because I was so much higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if he had it on competitive or what but he was getting fucking minced and then i was getting minced as well um he's like his uh yeah he was just getting fucking wrecked so i i jumped out he like tried it a bunch more times until he like full reset and uh did it the next time i think he said like the very next go i think it didn't re like like take the difficulty back down when I left, so it, right. was, it was even harder. I left to make it easier on him, and what I actually did was made it harder still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, he was yeah. Like I'm like oh well, Baz nearly fucking finished the game. Hmm. Turns out there's a fucking bunch after that, a whole bunch. Yeah, because um, we finished it, and then I went back and started doing side missions and whatnot. And like yeah, I just checked as well. I put about forty hours into it so far. Um, yeah, I just uh, I think when I got to around about level twenty, for whatever reason, I thought, oh, I'm pretty close to the end now. Like level cap's going to be about twenty five. I knew it was fifty, but I was like, oh, probably twenty five. Then your second playthrough gets about fifty. So yeah, we'll be yeah. close. I think we finished on like level forty five or something like that. Yeah, pretty yeah. high up there. <laughs> I'm like forty six now. Uh, yeah, because you get mayhem mode. I'm so glad that you don't have to play through true Vault Hunter mode. I was actually going to... I was probably going to quit until the DLC. Uh, if it wanted me to New Game Plus it hmm. to get Mayhem mode. Because I just didn't really want to fucking blast through everything. But now now that I can chuck Mayhem mode on and then go back and finish all the little things that I missed. Yeah. Because we didn't get a... Didn't get a hundred percent of on all the maps. Um, up until basically yesterday, I think we were getting literally everything on every map. We were doing like all the side missions, all of the sort of challenges, and I just kind of wanted to. And you probably felt the same way. I wanted to get to the end before we recorded today, <laughs> and that so we were sort of like powering through. Get. Yes, uh, so we sort of beelined a little bit. We still did a fuck ton of fucking side missions. Uh, like, we did a bunch of side missions, just like we did the fucking beta testing that game and whatever. Hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, no, we we largely just pulled straight through um, to, to get to the end. Um, it was, yeah, it was a good decision, I think. Now, knowing now that, like, with Mayhem Mode, I can go back and get all that shit and enemies will actually drop loot that I can use. Because... Hmm. Uh, yeah, if you go back and find all the fucking clap traps or whatever, fuck, um, it feels a little uh, like there are moments where it feels a little pointless. You know? Yeah, like, you're just shooting stuff, and at that stage, 
um, you're not getting any experience because the, the enemies are too low, and then you're not getting any gear because it's not scaled to sort of the difficulty that you're on at the moment as well. Sorry about that. Um, just trying to make the fucking plane shut the fuck up. Is it, is it an ice cream truck or something? It's a plane. What the fuck oh, are you no. doing? I'm hearing like an ice cream truck. I don't know if it's near me or something. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here comes the fucking... He's had a, a mental break. Um, yeah, I don't this know. This is good. Yeah. Um, you, can't, you, can't, you can't see this, listeners, but uh, he's like taking his headphones off and looking around. <laughs> like The bells! The bells! The chiming of those bells! Um, yeah. He's losing his mind. And I get a front row seat. Um, mm. Anyway, yeah. We were doing literally everything. And yeah, you were just sort of... There were a couple of times where I'd just like fucking literally like spray and like six things would just die. Right? Like just done. Uh, but now on my head mode, yeah. Not only am I... Oh my God, the loot, man. Holy shit. So good, I yeah. stopped. I stopped picking up blues. Like, <laughs> you, you said it on Facebook and... <laughs> I like fucking two minutes later I, I stopped I was playing with um uh Frisco hmm. um Frisco was level 11 and he jumped into my game and I switched it to competitive um instead right. of com- uh cooperative yeah uh so uh he could level up and stuff yeah uh cause it, everything was suddenly the highest person's level or uh, maybe the host's level I'm not mm-hmm. sure I think it's uh, the highest person but whatever and uh yeah, he was getting like half a level every time a one of those big guys kill, got killed. Um, so yeah, he walked yeah. out with like fucking... If he ever makes it a level 44, he's sorted. Because all the gear that dropped was level 44. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he, he made like six... No, he can't. Not for fucking ages. But yeah, he got like six levels in the space of about, I don't know, 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, and yeah, he was just fucking... He was like doing stuff. He got a couple of, because he was like a two shot. He wasn't a one shot, which was surprising, but he was a two shot. And uh, he got down a couple of times and managed to second wind himself, which was pretty fantastic. Uh, It was like, it was tough for me. Uh, I've got some good, good stuff, like reasonably good stuff, but I don't have like great stuff, I think. But I do have this fucking, if you're listening and you're still going through the game, and you find a Torg shotgun, you hold onto that thing like it is your fucking life. Uh, like it is everything you've ever dreamed of because it is a fucking gangster gun. Those Torg shotguns are fucking out of control, man. I've, I've, like, I'm so glad I finally worked out what, what the fuck it is exactly. But like, I, I must've, I knew it was a shotgun. I knew it was a shotgun that I'd been using, but there was this one shotgun I used from I think like fucking level eleven to about level twenty three, hmm. right? And I got like when I when I first used it, it was perfect for my level, and it was a one shot machine. And basically, I'd switch it to sticky. All right, you press C and you can switch between impact or sticky. Mm-hmm. I must have gotten it when we were on that fucking on the moon, right? Right. We had low grav, but I remember, yeah. I I switched it to sticky, and then when you reload, it explodes. And that was the that was the weapon where you were trying to work out why everything was fucking exploding all the time. Uh, like there was just fucking red mist all over the place because I would like fucking shoot, 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 
shoot and then fucking reload and then four things would just fucking explode and it was spectacular i probably should have gotten rid of it at 19 ish <laughs> yeah uh but i just I, I like i was still enamored with that particular function i had found that if i crit them it was still fucking mincing like i'd maybe two two crits and then reload and most things would still die eight levels later and yeah i had to eventually get rid of it 23 because it just like it'd take a full clip before i could kill something yeah um i am currently I've, I've currently got like a fucking all purples all purples of goals like across the fucking board except for this blue fucking torg shotgun uh that is like four levels lower than me and it is still the best gun in my fucking arsenal hmm. it is ridiculous if you find a torg shotgun you are fucking set it is the best uh i don't know I don't know where you'd go for a torque shotgun. The one I'm using is the one where I used... Remember I spewed a bunch of guns on the ground and then I went looking just before the final boss fight? Yep. Uh, that's the one I used. Because I I picked up all the shotguns uh, from that weapon spew. Sure. Just gr- grabbed all the fucking shotguns and then I went through to f- and sorted through them to find the one that had fucking mm. uh, sticky. Because I figured it must be in there. Um, and yeah, I'm still using that since, since we right. killed the fucking final boss. Um, and that was a level, yeah, it was level 41 at the time. Oh yeah. Level 41 at the time. Now I'm level 46. So yeah, it's still my best fucking gun by a long fucking way. Right. Uh, it's fucking sick. I think that's one of the surprising things about the game to me is we've always known like Borderlands is a game that's, uh, you know, it's a loot shooter. Um, mm. But I feel like they've done a really good job this time with giving you a variety of options and like allowing you to sort of experiment with it. With the last game, I would always sort of just be like, I'd kind of just use an assault rifle and be like, I'm good. And then just swap assault rifle, right? Yeah. And just like swap (laughs) assault rifles through. And then on your like fourth slot, you'd have your, um, your heavy weapon and the other two are just there in case you ran out of ammo. But in this game, I feel like I'm swapping between guns all the time. Like I'm using the, um, I guess because it also gives you more options in terms of the elemental stuff as well, the way you can damage, like you'll be able to pick up a, a submachine gun and maybe it does corrosive and, electric damage like you're not just sort of locked into one um so it gives you more options so if you come again come up against like robots or guys with the shields you exactly know like what what you should be using what weapon type and it um yeah it just gives you guys kind of more options to sort of engage in these fights with and then on top of that like I'm finding weapons that I've not seen before in this game in terms of like there, there's obviously guns where you find something and then later on you'll find a gun that's similar, but it's doing more damage or the fire rate's different or something like that. But like finding guns that behave differently, stuff I haven't yeah. seen in 40 hours earlier that I'm yeah. still getting now that I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. This, like, what does this do? Like I've not seen, I guess the one that everyone we can kind of refer back to is the um the guns with legs i've not seen oh, yeah. that gun yet anyway in my place yeah me neither <laughs> um, it's tedio right you gotta find tedio guns sure yeah um, but i've got the yeah. ones like i had the one where you would reload it and it'd bounce around oh, and then it'd explode fun. when it hit something and then like cluster grenade um 
so like I've seen stuff like that, but I've not seen the one where you throw it at a turret or anything like that. Like that's I haven't seen that in my game at all. Um, so there's yep. definitely things in there that I still haven't seen. Um, so I'm really excited to see what sort of the next five levels have for me, and then when I go play the other difficulty, and then the, there's like a bunch of other modes at the end game that we haven't played yet. Um, yeah, we haven't done any of the fucking challenge stuff. Yeah, we haven't done any of that stuff, and then I, I sort of I'm interested in what like true Vault Hunter mode is because uh, I don't really get it. I think at it's this stage. I'm pretty sure it's just you just get plus. just a reset. But there's no yeah. point in doing that, right? Because uh, you get better loot, right? But what if you hit the level cap? Like, what happens when you hit the levels cap? Do you get gear based on your gear score? Like, is that how it's working? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, but I have seen. I have seen like uh, clips on Twitter and stuff of mm-hmm. people with like fucking ten times as much armor as what I've got, and I already felt like I had fucking tons of armor. So yeah, it must, it must be, be gear score. Yeah, it must be something like that. Yeah, because otherwise um, it just cap out at some stage, and then you wouldn't get anything else. Gear, so from- gear score is such a fucking. It's such a. Uh, like it's it's one of those things where I feel like we're so trained now to look at eye levels or gear scores, but it, I don't I don't feel like it represents the proper potential of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in Borderlands Three. Hey, like sure. if you I spent most of my time junking a lot of stuff that had a higher gear score than what I had because like I mean I think the Talk Shotgun is a really good example because the like actual and at the end of the fucking day the actual practical use of a, of a specific weapon, even if it had, by the end, that tall shotgun was 100 points lower than my other fucking guns, it was still, like, better than a lot of them, right? Like, better than a lot of guns that had 100 extra points, which were, you know, they might, they had a better reload rate or whatever the fuck, but it didn't matter. In practical uh, use, right, the fucking that gun was fucking owning. And I think there's a lot that gear score can't account for, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, I had this pistol, or this fucking awesome pistol, mm. uh, where you'd shoot someone, and it'd shoot a fucking ball up, and then the ball, when the ball fell, it was basically a grenade. But because, as Moe's, I've got a bunch of shit that uh, feeds into, like, expanding my splash damage, and I've got a bunch of stuff where splash damage increases my damage, and like just basically a lot of my build is built around never having to reload my splash damage increasing when I don't reload and my splash damage increasing my damage and healing right <laughs> uh, the more it does so I turn into this like if I go long enough without reloading I'm fucking just one-shotting shit because this thing is doing splash damage right it was it wound up like doing this massive amount of space uh, uh, splash damage and the gear score can't really account for that kind of shit right it just says well it's a pistol it does electric it does this much damage Hmm. right but it doesn't account for i'm looking for a gun that does splash damage i'm looking for yeah all these kinds of things right like yeah it's 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 very tricky you wind up in a like really tunnel visioning on splash uh, on on gear score when yeah you way better off looking for things that actually feed into your specific build yeah um like that that gun i gave you right um i could have used that it was 
a fucking huge, like huge gear score for me. Uh, it was I, I basically I had it equipped, right? I put it in my thing. It was a fucking 80, 80 point increase over my fucking uh, Malawan fucking assault rifle, mm -hmm. and I hated my Malawan assault rifle as it was because I just kind of hate all the Malawan weapons. Uh, so I was like, oh fuck yeah, sick! Um, like it's, it's got to be. It's like at the very least, it's not Malawan, so it's gonna be a huge fucking boon. Uh, and then I look at the fucking uh details of it it's got like if you do rack attack it does something or other I'm like oh i, don't uh, have I think it was like 20 percent extra damage or something like that for a certain amount of right. time yeah i'm like i don't have rack attack uh but it still helps you in the end huh like it's still a weapon whereas if you give it to me it still helps you because i would damage something and then that enemy's taking 20 percent more damage oh of course yeah. of course uh and like, but like at the end of the day, yeah, it just didn't really feed into what you were doing my my playstyle. So yeah, it was it, it was a huge upgrade for me, but the that it was so much bigger an upgrade for you that I might as well just fucking give mm. it to you. Yeah, um, yeah, like that's that's just one of those things, right? Like, you, I think you got to really really hone in on what you're trying to achieve out of each weapon sure uh, which is and the amount of like amount of variety in the weapons allows it really allows you to do that that yeah. fucking rocket launcher i've got that does like fires seven fucking seven fucking rockets and the rockets when they hit the ground they do splash damage and then they fire up into the air and then they land it and then they explode in the air and then they land on the ground and it just turns into like everything's <laughs> fucking radiation. Yeah. That fucking... I chucked a artifact on that does 25% extra radiation and the only real problem with it is that I've got... I can only carry 21 rockets. Yeah. And it fires seven of them at a time. I get to fire that cunt three times. But it <laughs> yeah. literally clears, this, clears an entire fucking area. Yeah. Like just in one go. Is everything's dead because radiation damage does extra damage to anything standing next to the anything that's radiated yeah so it, it transfers as well sometimes yeah too. it's fucking crazy it's awesome hmm. um yeah i lo like i there are some super creative weapons and like really interesting stuff going on in the, in that game that uh like yeah i i thought for a long time i was pretty like it was like the talk shotgun i think maybe sort of made me feel like i got got the weapons right i oh yeah i get it i get the weapons that's fine whatever they're cool i get borderlands weapons but i feel like towards the end we've started to get some fucking really wacky shit going oh yeah i had that fuck that grenade that did like a laser and anytime it passes like the laser passes through someone like it's got two grenades and they're basically a tripwire and anytime the the laser between them passes through anyone mm. uh they take the full damage of the fucking grenade and it won't explode until the actual grenades on the sides touch someone it's something yeah so if you can like bounce it for long enough it it bounces for fucking ages and it'll just fucking bounce back doing <laughs> all that fucking grenade damage yeah uh, until someone actually runs into the fucking thing and then it does that grenade damage as well and yeah it's like yeah that's some really fucking creative shit hmm. uh ooh, 
They did a really fucking good job with that game. So after we finished um, sort of our run last night, I've got, I'm using a, a Jacobs pistol, which I wasn't really using any Jacobs guns up until that point. Um, I was using a lot of pistols, but not a Jacobs pistol. And so they're sort of like the Western style guns that um, they you have to like cock them as you shoot, things like that. Yeah. And so this pistol's only got about six bullets, but it does a crap load of damage. And the fire rate is extremely quick. I think it's about 11 or something. Like fire rate is, I think the number's 11 or something like that. Uh, it's pretty high. And the reload on it is about a second. So it reloads super quick. It shoots really quick. Um, and it does a lot of damage. And I'm just melting people with that. But on top of that, the way I've specced my um, character, I'm playing as Beastmaster, is that whenever I do damage or kill somebody, um, the fire rate on my weapons is increased. And then I've got another one that's like, my reloading is increased every time I kill someone. And like, it stacks and things like that. So this gun is just going like ridiculously dumb. It's just, I'm going through ammo so quickly, but it's not taking me any time at all to reload it. Um, so that's really cool. And then I found a second shotgun. Sorry, I found a shotgun, a legendary shotgun as well while I was playing. And um it's got two bullets in it, but again, it's a Jacobs that reloads. Most of them reload pretty quickly. Those Jacobs guns, uh, then they put out a lot of, a lot of damage. But it, I think it's called like the Demon Slayer or something like that. Um, right. And every time you shoot, it does like a guitar rift. So it's like a rip off <laughs> of Doom. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. So that one's pretty good. And then I've got this, uh, um, this shotgun. Sorry, this um, RPG that I'm using at the moment that fires like six or seven rockets again sort of at once um or you can switch to an alternate mode and it's like a super rocket and it just like it's slow but it's huge it's ridiculously big uh and like all three of these guns i've not seen at all anything close to in the last 30 hours like i wasn't really like um i wasn't using any any really jacob's guns up until that point and now i'm all of a sudden that's what i'm running for the moment so yeah, I just really like the variety that they've thrown in there. It just kind of makes you want to try and use them and experiment with them. And every couple of levels, you sort of like, oh, this is really cool. Like, holy crap. And you can feel like the power level of your character getting better and better. Like, it's yeah. that wave of of you get to the, the peak and then it starts to go down again. And then all of a sudden you find a new gun and then you're overpowered and you're smashing everything really quickly. And then you get a couple of levels up up in your character and then the enemies get a bit higher and then you're doing sort of mediocre damage but then you find a new gun yeah it's like that they found a really good balance in terms of that i think that's the kind of thing you need to get not stuck up on is and it's probably like something you were talking about was finding a gun that you really like early on and then sticking with it for a long time and that's kind of the way i was playing in terms of um my things like my grenades and my shields like we got oh, to a yeah. point where i was about 10 levels above my my shield um yeah like my shield's level 25 and i'm like a 35 level i'm like yeah. man i just i had this tunnel vision of oh i've got to find a new purple shield fuck the purple shield as soon as you get like three levels above and you find a blue shield, it's probably better anyway. So you just swap that out. But I wasn't thinking that way. I was thinking like, I need another purple shield. And eventually yeah. I like, I just wasn't finding it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm so far behind on my shield. Um, so you kind of just got to worry about that stuff a bit more. And like, don't be afraid to, to switch things out as much. 
I think shields, shields and grenades are the, the tricky one as well because their item score is always a lot lower than the weapons. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that, but even like uh, like ten level higher um, grenade will be lower than than you know a ten level lower no higher fucking gun or whatever fuck sure reverse ten level lower grenade will be like. Don't hide, whatever you know what I'm saying like fucking grenades just have low item scores and you're like sort of so they sort of sit in my in my inventory they sort of sit at the bottom of the fucking inventory all the time and you like scroll down to find them and then you just sort of do a quick check and like well it doesn't do that much more damage and this one does like fucking has like six children grenades so I might as well fucking hold on to that yeah um yeah so you you do send yeah you really fucking tunnel vision in. I, uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just want the, I want, I want the perfect grenade, but I haven't found it yet. At the moment, I'm just using whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think um, I'm using maybe something similar. Like, I just grabbed a level 45 grenade. I'm like, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. Because eventually yeah. I might find something. Um, but the chances of finding it are like, uh, I guess slimmer. Because you've got four weapon slots you can kind of tinker around with, like what type of weapons you got want to use, but there's only one type of, you know, um, there's a the grenade and the shield is sort of their own sort of separate thing. There's more chance of you getting weapons than there are those other items. Same sort of thing with the, um, the artifact system. I'm still a bit like iffy on that system and like how that works. It's really weird, some yeah. of the wording on it. Sometimes it's like... 35% extra elemental damage but then down the bottom it's like it has some little footnote that says something like you need to take melee damage first or it's yeah, just really yeah. weird wording sometimes um, so yeah that stuff is a bit it can be a bit strange um, yep. I guess the other I thing basically is, just go for resistances on my artifacts yeah like 100% moment. resistance on someone which is yeah. I don't know how that stacks in terms of later game stuff like if that's just like a you know actually this enemy is shooting you with 200 percent um we'll, we'll see i'm not too sure uh the other thing that really surprised me was the um again just how big the game is there are yeah. there's like moments where you think you're on a side mission or you're doing you're on a side mission and it takes you to a brand new area and the area yeah. is massive and then all of a sudden you're picking up three or four more quests along the way and you spend like two, three hours in that one area that was yeah. like you could have completely missed if you were just yeah going straight for the main storyline. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's crazy how big some of the offshoots are. And I'm pretty sure we missed a couple of areas as well uh, because of our desire to finish at the end. Um, yeah. Like, it's just huge. And there's so much to find in all of them. And they always feel like... A lot of them feel really good to find. Like the fucking... I like I like finding the claptraps. I like finding the typhon logs. Like they're... And, and the uh, radios. Like it's it's good platform puzzle. Like pl- puzzle platforming. Like mm. if... I love... I love first person puzzle platforming. And they do a really good job with it. Like it's not like go to a tower and climb it like it was in Far Cry or whatever the fuck right like that was pretty simple yeah. find the yellow ledges some like we 
I think we must have spent like five minutes trying to get up one fucking radio tower. There was one. Uh, I died like four or five times trying to get up one because <laughs> I kept jumping <laughs> off the edge. You weren't there. At, you weren't there at that stage. Right, um, right. But yeah, it was just like, well, then I just pissed away like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Like there's, there's some good shit going on there. Like there's a lot of variety and stuff. Um, the, like there's, there's a lot of fucking trickiness yeah. to trying to find that shit. And it feels good to hunt it all down. Right. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that um, you can hit the level cap in one playthrough in this. I think you could easily. Yeah, because we, we finished at, what, 45? And yeah. I have got like, I don't know. I think we finished, we had about eight side missions in our list, but I've gone and I'd done some of them last night and then they opened up more missions and like other areas. So yeah. I have a feeling that you could play it in one playthrough and hit the level cap. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I'll tell you what, I'm glad we played together. I know... There's a slight over-reliance, I think, on bosses with shields in Borderlands 3. If I had a criticism, it's that. Uh, The boss with the big, like the impenetrable shield uh, is, and it's super tricky to to deal with in single player. Mm. Um, Because you need some way of distracting, of taking the threat. Uh, Obviously, I took a lot of the threat a lot of the time because I was the actual threat and you were shooting things with a fucking pea shooter. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it, it just, like, having having the ability to shoot something from behind at some some point makes a lot of those easy uh, bosses a lot easier. Hmm. Um, I remember everyone having a lot of trouble with that fucking mouthpiece in the, in the previous session. Sure. When it was uh, single player. Yeah. That's the guy with the speakers, right? Because I'm good, yes. Um, But a lot of people had a lot of trouble with him. And yeah, it was just because, yeah, it's hard hard to deal with getting damage on him. Uh, But yeah, that's like, I think at the end of the day, that's basically what you have to focus on. The the areas where I think it isn't as good as it could be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think it's a spectacular game. I know people have had uh, bugs and stuff, and someone we had plenty maybe, of bugs, but they weren't. I wouldn't say they were game breaking bugs. They weren't game breaking. Yeah, I mean, like people had like fucking game breaking bugs. Someone, yeah. lost, some people lost their saves and shit. That'd be. I feel like that's maybe an epic pissed. store issue. It could be. Yeah, yeah. It sounded I'd be like fucking pissed. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had like, weird audio bugs and. Yeah, things like that, for, like maybe falling through the terrain once or twice. I had one of those, yeah, but not like nothing that we got to point like, well, we can't. This game's fucked. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know that people have had that stuff. Sure, you know, uh, but it didn't like that didn't impact us. Nothing game breaking, and yeah, on a, in a game of that size, I, you know, yeah, I'm not surprised. A couple slip through mm-hmm. eventually um and yeah i don't know man like yeah i don't think it's people aren't gonna play a thousand hours of this or like some some will obviously sure but like um I, I most people aren't gonna play a thousand hours of this i think most people are gonna put in 50 hours and they're gonna get a fucking lot out of it uh 
they might go through for the new game plus and crack that number up to like 70 hours yeah. 80 hours or even like but the side like, sort of missions where you go and the challenges and what whatnot yeah like you could push it push it way out but like yeah for most people i think you're gonna get a fuck fucking ton out of this game uh provided obviously that you uh, like the humor the style of humor um but yeah i i think they've done a fucking amazing job i think it's yeah getting a really unfair fucking run from a lot of people uh who's like specifically just don't like the humor um at the same time, yeah, like, you get it, right? Like, you do get it. Uh, I think I said it before, like, if you don't like the Humor in a Family Guy episode, mm-hmm. you've only only got, you know, 20 more minutes to finish. Sure. If you don't like the Humor in a game, you've got 20 hours to get the most out of it. And, yeah, that's a bit rough. It's got to suck a little. Yeah. Um, like, I can, I can imagine feeling bummed out or ripped off or, yeah. Still, if it is, if you like the humor in Borderlands Two, there's no reason why you wouldn't like the humor in Borderlands Three, yeah. unless you, unless there's something specific that you like. There's yeah, you have something specific in mind that you liked about the humor. It's exactly the same, right? Like people, I, I saw people being all like, uh, you know, Hanson Jack had all this depth and blah 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 blah. There's a fuck ton of depth. I think if that you, the villains aren't as good as Hanson. Handsome. I think they're no. It goes General Knox, Handsome Jack, real close, and then every other villain in Borderlands history. <laughs> but like, that's that's rough. Those like General Knox and Handsome Jack are two of the best of all time, right? Like, like top tier villains in all video games. There's still depth though mm. in the Calypso twins. There's a lot of depth to to what's going on with them. Like, I think people. Uh, have sort of written them off unfairly as like, oh yeah, yeah, we get it. It's a parody of streamers or whatever the fuck. But there's quite a bit going on there. And sure. yeah, like writing it off just because it's not as good as Handsome Jack is kind of fucking rough. Yeah. It's a little bit fucking rough. Because uh, yeah, there's there's lots of instances where you could... There hasn't, there hasn't been a fucking... Hasn't been a fucking video game... Uh, protagonist who I've loved as much as fucking Tommy Vercetti in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That doesn't mean every other fucking game is shit. Right. Right? There hasn't been a villain that I've hated with as much fervor as Micah in Red Dead Redemption 2, who I, honest to God, want to die in every single way ever. But that doesn't mean every other villain is bad. Right. You know? Like, it doesn't... And that doesn't mean that he's a great villain either. Like... Yeah, there's 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 lots of layers. Uh, I just I just mean in general, you know, there's a lot of depth to the Calypso twins, and people I think didn't like the humor and immediately wrote it off as not as good as Handsome Jack or whatever the fuck. But if you pay enough attention, sure, you will see there's a fucking ton going on. I think it's the connection as well, though. You feel like you're not as like Handsome Jack felt like this presence that was always there and with you, like you would yeah. chime in all the time. I don't think they do it as much in this yeah, game and on top of that you're also splitting villains up into there's two of them right 
and so you're yeah. spending again maybe less time or maybe more time like I, I don't know what the how many lines they wrote for these guys but it just felt like they weren't around as much and that could yeah. be because we've got these um these logs that you're running around and finding and so like they bring in another character that's not it's not a villain um that's the the first vault hunter and like that character right there is all of a sudden taking up all this screen time uh and it's like one of the best characters in the Mm. entire game (laughs) and so i'm wondering if that is like kind of like what maybe they wanted to go for is like maybe have the calypso twins be a bit more mysterious and like not as in your face as what handsome jack was yeah that's true they do, and there's even a bunch of handsome Jack stuff in in Borderlands Three. There's a big, like, there's a big quest where it's literally just handsome Jack shit. Yeah, uh, right near the end. Um, yeah, it's like it's clear the impact that handsome Jack had uh, on on the game. Um, and yeah, I think I think trying to live up to it might have been tricky in and of itself. Actually, speaking of stuff I didn't like, that coffee mission. Hmm. fuck that coffee mission <laughs> fuck that co- getting coffee mission I hated that so fucking much I was talking about this last night with um, Baz and Frisco and oh maybe Drew and I'm not sure some of the guys on Discord and I fucking hated it because it's, it's literally just taking the piss right it's taking the piss right but the joke the butt of the joke is the player right if the player is the fuck like if they're if we're laughing at fucking depends on what we're laughing at right like if we're laughing at fucking tropes in video games i'm about it if we're laughing at like hipsters. fucking hipsters i'm about it uh <laughs> we're laughing at uh typhon de leon's hilarious voice i'm about it but if we're laughing at the fucking if the butt of the joke is the player and the, it's the devs laughing at the player for having to do a coffee run, an extended fucking, like, ridiculous fetch quest. Mm -hmm. The joke there isn't the quest, right? To make the joke the quest, right, you'd have, you would send someone else out on the quest to go get coffee or something like that, right? The joke is the player in in that coffee mission and fucking rips me up. I was fucking livid. I hated it so much. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. All right, so some of my complaints, uh, I felt like there were areas that did not have enough vending machines or you would you'd basically run from one side of the map to the other and there'd be one vending machine which is at the start and you'd get to the end and yeah. you're like, well, I can't pick anything else up or you'd, yeah. you'd get to the next section of the map that would take you through to, you know, a loading screen or whatever and then there's no vent. Like, it just felt like some areas there was plenty of vending machines that you could kind of sell all your gear or buy anything that you need to. Um, like I didn't necessarily have to buy ammo all that much. And when I did, it was just so I had some in case, but like it felt like there was plenty of ammo going around. Uh, it's just that when I wanted to sell stuff, it was a case of, all right, well, I guess I'm dropping a bunch of things because I want to pick up this other yeah. stuff. And um, that just felt weird because sometimes there was... It, it, it just seemed like all of a sudden there was a bunch of vending machines and then just nothing for an hour and a half. Uh, and I know we were complaining about it a lot when we were like, all right, well, I guess we're just dump, dumping a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, Dabo fixed that sort of issue by having TP scrolls that you can go back to and then sort of come back to your location. Um, yeah. 
uh, Torchlight had the pet that you could kind of mark stuff as junk and then you'd send, give it to your pet and your pet would disappear for yeah. a couple of minutes and then come back with things that sold. Whereas in this game, it's like you can't do any of that until you get to either a vending machine or a fast travel point you can get back to. Um, yeah. So they kind of screw you around a bit on that one. Um, what else was there that felt a bit... That I didn't like. Um, I guess the performance issues as well is a problem. We talked about the, some of the bugs and whatnot. Um, it's had a lot of performance issues on the console, and at least the PC has been, had a problem or has problems. Uh, I think that's not just generally specific people. I think just overall the game's not optimized very well. Um, I, I think if it had maybe another month or maybe six weeks, I could have probably done something a bit better. We saw something similar with like um, Control. Had a lot of people complaining about performance on, on at least the consoles, and I'd say that's yeah. probably one of the maybe the best looking game this year. Yeah. Um, which you know, I didn't have any problems on PC, um, but it's it still ran pretty solid. Uh, had issues on console, but this Borderlands Three seems like it's having issues across the board, no matter what platform you're on. Um, it, yeah. it sounds like. There's there's been recommendations as saying like play it on this specific like when you're playing on this console use this specific mode that'll at least keep right. it at a solid you know thirty frames per second or whatever or a sixty um, on PC I know that I generally am running at about one hundred and twenty to one hundred and forty and then when we get in a fight sometimes it gets as low as to fifty or something like that like it's sort of fluctuating that giant gap in between. Um, and uh, they're having some problems with DirectX 12, which is saying it's in beta. Um, I, I know I'm having, for me to start up a game, it takes about, let's say, three or four minutes to load the game. From then on, it's pretty good. Like performance, um, performance difference from DX 11 to 12 is about 40 frames, 30 frames per second on the um, benchmark test. So I was getting about 90 to 95 on the benchmark test. And then when yep. I went to DX12, it was about 122, somewhere around there. Um, so big, big difference. It's still, I don't feel like it's still very optimized for PC. Um, as someone who's running a 2080, like one of the best cards at the moment, it shouldn't be fluctuating that much, especially considering I'm not running it on, I don't know, what, what's the highest setting? So I think there's something above Ultra. Um, but yeah. It sounded like you were having some issues with it as well. I know at one point, it'll just randomly tank for some some reason sometimes. I'm just like, I don't really know what's going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just doesn't seem like it. It just needed some more time or something to sort of optimize some of those areas or whatever's sort of causing some of these issues with the graphics cards. Um, yeah, hopefully within the next month, they can roll out a patch that'll fix all the pro- all the the platforms two weeks i reckon two weeks mm. but yeah yeah but otherwise yeah no real major issues um the one thing that i would like to see that i talked about when we saw the preview was the sort of like better quest tracking uh they've definitely done some quality of life stuff in terms of quest tracking being able to quickly switch between quests on the fly uh at least yeah. the host can i can't unless i actually go into the map and select the quest yeah but um, 
yeah just being able to get an overall view of like oh this is the area i'm in and here are the missions that i could do and whereabouts they are i'd like to see something like that or at least be able to track multiple quests at once but once would be good yeah yeah that'd be good it's not a huge deal yeah Uh, but otherwise it's like it's it's borderlands that of the game we know with a bunch of quality of life changes um bigger areas uh like it doesn't do anything mechanically massively different like it's pretty standard in terms of borderlands game climbing's good you know it really improves the puzzle platforming which i've always felt is a huge fucking portion of the game but yeah it's it's not like a monumental difference or anything uh it is yeah it's it's borderlands yeah anyway you were saying i didn't want to you were you were concluding. No, no, I was just going to say that, like, it's it's not doing anything massively different in terms of its gameplay mechanics, like introducing new things. Yeah. It's more like, here's a different types of guns, and the guns are really different, and they sort of behave in a certain way. Um, it's not like, uh, I mean, there's a couple of, like, puzzly elements. You talked about the platforming, but, like, shooting certain things and, um, like, that sort of stuff. I would like to see, you know, at the start of the game... Um, and they show this at the preview reveal, like you, you go to the, um, the, the machine, like that makes you changes your appearance and whatnot. And yeah. as you exit, it comes up with that disclaimer and you have to scroll down. Like, I would like to see them play with that sort of stuff a bit more. They do like sort of, I don't know, just things that aren't necessarily gameplay wise, but just sort of change up, um, sort of the feeling of the world and whatnot. But, yep. or, or just like these weird mechanics i did a um i did a mission last night i don't know if you've done this one but it was like a like a quiz show like just stuff like that is interesting um as opposed to your normal just go and shoot all these things at the end of the day a lot of it is a fetch quest game of you yeah. going and grabbing stuff or you killing things and whatnot yeah um yeah they just don't do anything massively different that sort of changes up that formula at all uh, and the driving is still like Got used to it by the end, but but good lord, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's good to get from one place to the other, but like they give you all these options, like hey, go get these uh, different types of vehicles, and you'll be able to strip them for parts, and um, yeah, you modify your your weapons on there, or your engine, or your wheels. I just I don't care. Yeah, (laughs) I just give me my my four-wheel truck thingy and off I go. I just get me from place A to place B. And that's really all I really care about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, interaction with the characters is really good. They bring a lot of, like, sort of depth to the previous games in the universe. Um, a lot of characters that you have known for, you know, 15 years. Hell, 10 years? I don't know how old this fucking game. Yeah, about 10 years. Um, yeah. 12. Sort of come back and... You know, you interact with them, characters from the last game that you interact with, new characters. Um, yeah, it just feels like it does, a, like introducing some really good new characters um, and sort of just playing with that world and getting to you know, interact with some of these people again. There's there's yep. characters in there that I'm just like, I could do without them. <laughs> but um, at least there's some, you know, they kind of, they do what they do really well in that series, which is really deep characters that are funny. Like not everybody is over the top 
yelling at you, yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, that's what that world kind of is, but it's the ones where they bring in uh, other characters to kind of do something a bit different, and you're like, oh, this person's pretty interesting. Uh, and then on top of that, yeah. like just all the referential stuff of characters that you run into, um, like the fucking the Tommy Wiseau character and things like that, just yeah. like all of a sudden it just clicks in your head and you're like, oh, this is th- like referring to that thing. And um, yeah, they just do that stuff really well. They always have. Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome game. Mm. It's very good. Um, I guess we'll probably keep playing more. Yeah, I'm reviewing something else at the moment. I'm going to keep jumping in when I'll I play. can. I'm going to play... A bit more. I, I want, there's a couple of stuff. I want to see this fucking quiz show mission at the very least. Uh, but yeah, like, I, yeah, I, I think I'll aim for the level cap so that whenever the DLC comes out, I'm ready to rock. I'm not going to change characters or anything like that. Um, I'm happy with Moe's. I like Moe's. Yeah. I've got no interest in doing everything again, really. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. And it's a, it's a smart decision to add these mayhem things in there. That's oh, yeah. the thing that sort of kept like Diablo going over yeah. <laughs> over all these years is by having these seasonal events, chucking in their um, their difficulty scaling, and then every couple of you know every once in a while they'll be like, all right, we've added in three more difficulty scales into the season, and suddenly yep. the really hardcore players have another sort of limit they can get to. And I think that's what they're going to do here. They're going to get to a point where people will sort of crack that ceiling and get like, or hit their head against the ceiling, and then they'll they can just easily release a couple more difficulty levels, put some more modifiers in. And the the thing that I like about it is and it's something we talk about a lot is it's not just hey these things do more damage and they've got more health. It's like you can actually scroll down and look at the list of different uh, sort of modifiers all these enemies have now and. Or even just you as a player character, how much damage you're dealing or how much, um, you know, recharge rate your shields do compared to normal mode. And, like, there's a lot of sort of scaling and different variables are going into these um, these mayhem mode things. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to have some legs, seems like, oh, yeah. I hope. Um, but, yeah, I think it's really good. I... Like, if you're looking for a Borderlands game and you like the last Borderlands, it's more Borderlands. <laughs> it's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else we got here? Cool. What do we talk about? It's two more games. Uh, let's do We Were Here 2. Um, spoke about We Were Here a little while ago. Played this with Nate. Uh, it's a co-op game where you've both got half a puzzle. So uh, you, I've got the A piece of a puzzle, and Nate has the B piece of a puzzle, and you, like the whole idea is that you've got to communicate uh, to explain um, what you've got yep. of the puzzle, so that the other person can solve their half of the puzzle, or vice versa. Uh, my criticism when we were here it was that uh, it seemed like one person was sort of doing the, the fun fucking, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one person was the the bitch, and the other one was the fucking baller adventurer. Uh, adventurer. Uh, that's not the case. It doesn't seem to be the case when we were here too. It seems very much like both parties 
are responsible for quite a bunch of of shit uh and yeah it's just a like really fascinating like experience uh it's such a different way to think about puzzles and we actually had to switch sides me and nate had to switch sides and do uh the other half of a puzzle because we just couldn't fucking work out what the fuck was going on um and it was like driving us nuts so we had wound up like obviously it's technically cheating uh like, like it's not in the not the way the game is meant to be played, mm. but uh, we could not. Like the alternative was basically looking it up. Uh, once you switch sides and you've got that different perspective, it's like that's I think that's the beauty of it is you, it's a game about getting perspective um, and understanding what you know what you can't see or just how much you can't see sometimes, uh, which is what I really appreciate about it. Um, yeah, once you've got the other perspective, it's it's like eye-opening how like easy it becomes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've got the full picture, which I think is really cool. Uh, that said, uh, it still isn't easy. Uh, the one we switched on, Nate was describing this puzzle and mild spoilers, but it's only for the third fucking puzzle. So, <laughs> and there's, I think there's ten. So. Don't stress, it's only 30% of the way in. Um, Nate was describing this fucking puzzle, and he's got these symbols. There's these symbols, and they're on a T. Uh, sorry, on a cross. They're on a cross. Like, okay. Um, I don't really know what to to make of that. And he's like, well, like, yeah, the, the symbols are on a cross, and uh, there's one common uh, symbol on, all, on, on this cross, it's uh it's it's a compass and the compass is facing west um like okay on my side there is a compass the compass only ever faces north uh and there's seven different blocks with a compass that's facing north he's like i don't know i don't fucking know uh see what else they've got there's a upside down triangle triangle facing left an upside down hexagon hexagon or what's a fucking five side pentagon upside down pentagon and a square. I'm like, oh, hang on. Uh, two upside down pentagons, another fucking triangle and a square. Something like that, right? Like, there's six, there's six shapes. And one of them is a compass. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with that information. And I'm looking at these fucking, these cubes that I've got. And uh, I can see shapes, but there's no, like, orientation to these shapes. There's not, like, an upside down triangle or a right side up. There's no fucking, they're just shapes, hmm. right? triangles there's triangles and there's pentagons and there's squares and there's a compass and the compass is always facing north and i've got no fucking idea what to do with any of the other information he's spewing at me so i'm like um all right we'll just try this and i put the fucking put the cube on a pedestal pedestal and it nearly said pedal stool mm-hmm. or some it crowd um <laughs> yeah put the fucking cube on a pedestal now i can't stop and um and the fucking stairwell that Nate's standing on starts fucking disappearing and underneath the stairwell is lava and I'm like oh it's fuck lava. it's always lava and there's spikes around the other cubes so I can't just grab all the fucking things and chuck them on the fucking pedestal I gotta wait for the spikes to disappear 
And so now the, there's there's a timer, and I'm like, uh, okay, well, like, what does the T look like? He's like, well, it's it's a it's a fucking T, you know. There's fucking there's a square at the top, and there's three squares in the middle, and there's a square and a square, right? It's it's a fucking T, like it's a cross, like that's that's what a, it's a cross with symbols on it. I'm like, that's not a fucking cross. It's a fucking it's a laid flat cube. That's, it's a laid, like, it's, if you were to unfold a cube, that's what it would be. Is that, is it? I'm like, yes, fuck! He dies. So we start the fucking puzzle over again. I'm like, okay, now all you need to do, but there's a time, like, as soon as I pick up the first cross, uh, first cube, it mm. turns out, the timer begins, and the stars start disappearing. He just didn't notice until the pedestal really fucking ramped things up a bit. Anyway, so I'm like, now you need to, you need to unfold the fucking cube to work out where the compass is facing and we can work out which cube is specifically the correct one because they don't I well like the the shapes are in different places. Then the orientation doesn't matter, but the shapes are in different places. That's what we can do. Right? And we must uh must have been ten minutes. Must have been ten minutes for him to try to work out. And like multiple goes because you only got about two and a half minutes before the stairs just naturally disappear. Sure. Uh, we had to fucking switch. We had to switch because I just couldn't do it anymore. And we got it on the second attempt. Because uh, Nate was still arguing with me. I don't know why. I don't know why, Nate. But Nate was still arguing with me about the exact nature of, like, flattening out this fucking cube. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, no, it's this. It's just this. Just fucking, just pick this one up. Hmm. And he's like, "No, but it, if the compass is here, I'm like, just fucking, just pick up the one I just said, okay?" Because uh, I think it's tricky. Like, you got to really like, you got to mentally create the cube, right? You've got to like take. It's got a square here, a square on the, like below it on the left, in the middle on the right, a square below, a square below. And if you were to fold it all together, it would make a cube, right? And then you've got to get the symbols. So if this, if the compass is at the bottom facing up, right, then you know that the orientation of the, like the next thing, right, the compass would be facing at the, the fucking cube that is directly above it right but if it's facing the left then you've got to fucking fold it over and then work out where it's facing so it'll be on the side that sort of thing right like and you've got to mentally fucking construct these cubes there's three of them before you get to the fucking top of this fucking staircase so you have to get all three of them correct um and yeah so it was pretty tricky uh there's like proper fucking puzzle solving going on in this fucking game uh and at the same time you've only got half the fucking story. So it's, it's like, it's interesting shit, right? Like, it's good. It's, uh, and it's randomized each time, so you don't get the same fucking puzzles. You can't just fucking brute force it that way. Uh, yeah, it's good. Tricky and fun. Um, just, yeah, good stuff. Check it out. Yep. <sighs> yep. Isn't there a third yeah. one coming out real soon? Yeah, there is, yeah. The next one's coming out soon. Um, so I'd, I'd like to finish this one before. Is it called We Were Still Here Too? <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, last game on the list is The Outer Worlds. You've obviously already played this and talked about it. Uh, 
But I've played it now, talked about it. It's exact. I played the exact same fucking demo you did. Um, yeah. So I think I talked about this in. Oh no, I played this in July. I think we talked about it early August. Yeah. Um, so I won't go into it too much because I don't want to like, you know, retread all the same ground. Um, I didn't play the first section. Uh, it rained in Sydney on the day of the preview. So, uh, so no drive. That's just, yeah. So the city shut down basically. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it took me fucking an extra hour to get, uh, to the fucking preview session, which is my own personal nightmare. Um, I hate showing up late to shit, but, uh, anyway, got there eventually skip the, the making a character thing. They're like, we don't want you to talk about this, uh, section anyway, cause we want it to be a surprise. I'm like, well, I just won't fucking play it then. Um, it can be a surprise for me too. And, uh, <laughs> went straight into the, the regular demo, it's hard to demo a game like that. It's hard to preview a game like that. Yeah. You don't have a lot of context, you know, like there's, there's a lot of context that I think you're missing. I know if I'd done the earlier stuff, then I would have had a lot more context. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I believe that's what you're saying. Uh, you had a longer play session than we did as well, uh, which would have been, I guess, mildly helpful. I think it was uh, two but- and a half hours. We had an hour at the start and then maybe 90 minutes of this. The- right actual play like the stuff we could talk about yeah right well yeah so yeah well i only had an hour and a half so i I just played the stuff we could talk about Mm -hmm. um and i didn't have that hour of preamble contextualizing everything uh nevertheless um yeah i really liked it i they were saying like when we got in they said um most of the people who played it just sort of went in one direction I uh, went straight forward from the get-go. Uh, I turned around and went the other way uh, as a result uh, and immediately started off doing stuff in a town behind me. Found a dude um, in the wilderness. He was hiding in a cave. And he gave me a bit of like lip. He was like, I'll just wait till you leave before I try to go anywhere. I'm like, nah. And I shot him in the brain. Um he didn't have anything good on him, which is disappointing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he was bringing to the story necessarily, but uh, he didn't <laughs> have anything. You're not going to find out. Uh, I'll never find out. Um, find him again. I'm shooting him again. I'll tell you what. Because he was just too sassy, you know? Um, but yeah, just sort of wandered around. Definitely get that Fallout feel. Oh, yeah, Fallout feel from it. But I got a lot of like Mass Effect feel from it as well. I don't know what it is. Maybe like the, f- I think maybe the faces don't look so fucking uncanny. Like, is it, it's not even uncanny valley. It's just fucking weird, right? Fallout faces, Skyrim faces, Bethesda game engine faces look fucking weird. Yeah. And these faces don't look weird. So when I'm talking to them, I'm not uh, like creeped out on a fundamental level, which I think, yeah, sort of skewers a little of the conversations in those games. Whereas it didn't happen here and it felt instead quite mass effective. I guess we are in space and all that kind of stuff sure. and dealing with that kind of space stuff. Um, but yeah, like you like right from the get go, the dialogue's good. Uh, there's, there's some really interesting stuff going on with the, like the corporations and the board. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of layers there that I really want to dig into. 
Um, there's a lot of meat in it that I want to get to the bottom of. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, but it's more like a dark I, comedy writing style as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... Um, definitely like Fallout style comedy uh, meets Mass Effect. Um, like the Mass Effect scope, uh, in my opinion. Because, uh, yeah, it's definitely very very dark at some points yeah um there's yeah there's different factions and you gotta like build your relationship with them and all that kind of stuff which is it's cool um uh, like definitely one of those things where like i met two of the factions and they both got different like I, i found it really fascinating but like the leaders of the factions have very different takes on their position mm-hmm. and they've got like I, I think it's really good writing because they've got different like they've got clear reasoning for why they are the way they are you know and they're like oh these guys are these guys are cowards they just want to drag us back into the influence of the board and we want to be free mm-hmm. and the the other guys are like oh these guys are cowards they just want to like avoid the board forever and watch everyone like fall into disrepair and stuff like that and you're like you can't both be cowards i guess you could both be cowards but like one side is better than the other here shortly um and then there's there's definitely a third faction on that planet that i didn't get a chance to meet yet uh but yeah like there's there's a lot going on there and i didn't i hadn't picked sides by the time i got to the end of my play session um i don't know if i am going to have to pick sides like if it's going to force me to a sure, point yeah. where i have to pick sides but i like i love like that is the the fucking that style of play like the fucking man with no name yeah style you know going in and going to a location and playing both sides against one another mm. uh that is classic fallout writing that is it harkens back to one of my favorite fucking quests in fallout 2 which was literally that um and it's like i i think it's such an endearing way to showcase the the breadth of the writing involved uh to allow you to do like to properly pick sides as a player character yeah it was one of the role play (laughs) yeah right like I think in Fallout 2, it was, it was like critical to my gaming experience. It really opened my eyes to the concept of what games could really do. You know, until then, it was sort of just, you know, I played the Pools of Radiance and the other Goldbox D&D games. And you had some mild choices that you could make, but it was pretty, uh, I wouldn't say linear. It was just uh, pretty like clear it was a choice between good and evil yeah. you know like it wasn't but this is you're operating entirely in gray areas and yeah i think in fallout 2 that really opened my eyes and then i think a lot of my favorite games allow you to operate entirely in the gray area and like encourage you to operate in the gray area yeah and it seems like that's what the outer worlds is doing is really you know uh, empowering you to to make your own decisions and uh, or make the decisions that your character would make necessarily and and to see where you go from there um 
did your when you made your character mm-hmm. did that carry over to the later no portion? No, no yeah you just played with a sort of generic super character right yeah this is where they um remember my dutch story i created a character called dutch and then yeah, they yeah, fast forward yeah. this and the guy's name was dutch and i was like what is going on <laughs> yeah so was your character's name dutch uh i didn't look at the name uh, okay wasn't what yeah i wasn't like i guess i wasn't that interested in the um inventory stuff i just wanted to like sort of explore the world as much as possible yeah because i felt like i didn't have a, a lot of time so i i yeah didn't spend a lot of time right on the nitty-gritty yeah yeah and then those felt very under the pump yeah those games are hard like we said and i said this back in my preview they're hard they're hard to preview those types of games because it's so big and you've yeah. only got an hour and a half to play them and they're a character that somebody else has created and they put all these points into their specific build and isn't it's not necessarily the way that maybe you play the game um yeah because it's a it being an rpg it can be like all right well maybe you want to play it as a stealth game but the way that this character is built is not sort of as a stealth character and so um like depending on your style of playing the way you like to play these games could be a completely different experience so you being sort of just chucked into the deep end on a game you've never played before on a character you've never built in a you know ginormous rpg it's like all right this is kind of hard to figure out um which is why those games are really hard to preview i mean you can get a kind of idea for like the scope and the kind of the tone of the game and you know oh the shooting feels pretty good i don't know did you play on pc or was it console pc yeah when i played on pc i felt like the shooting was pretty good um yeah you know in comparison to other giant rpgs i play like um uh fallout 4 i where i don't like the shooting in those games whereas this one i'm like shooting feels all right compared to that and so they're kind of the comparisons you start drawing lines to and being like all right yeah you can see where the potential is and like you know the things that kind of stand out to you the the writing and how um you can kind of go down these different branches and they will affect the outcome of the mission in a certain way um and so that's when you can start to see things that you know kind of pique your interest or that stand out to you but otherwise it's really hard to kind of get an idea of whether a game is going to be good <laughs> i guess yeah. at that scale so I mean, it's hard to tell. It's out pretty soon, like next month, I believe. Like I did this mission where it asked me to go, like, and uh, like a side mission was that I had to delete this uh, uh, this data on a computer. Right. So I had to go like find an object, but while I was there, they wanted me to like wipe the computers clean. And I found it really interesting that when I got back, like, I could have just immediately deleted the the data. But uh, when I got back, it was like I read those files. Yeah, okay. So there was like the option to delete the data. So I would have had dialogue for that. But there's also the option for I read the data and then I deleted it. And also I got the fucking uh, thing me Bob that I was supposed to get. Sure, yeah. Uh, the MacGuffin. And uh, yeah, like that. That's fucking awesome, right? Like, I reckon that's yeah. And then where does that go? Does that all of a sudden they're trying to kill you because you know what's on that computer or something like that? Yeah, I thought what I was deleting was hyper tame, so I never really understood why (laughs) I needed to delete it. But uh, 
Yeah, they were annoyed when I revealed that I'd read it. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was fucking really rad. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys was talking about making a really dumb character, which I guess I would have gotten to do if I'd played the character creation section. Yeah. Like how, like the, it's it's funny hearing your, like your options, seeing your options for responses, uh, like hyper dumb, but like the way people react to you is even better. Like, they're just like, why? Why why would you say that? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And yeah, that kind of stuff, which is sick. Um, I'm ex- yeah, I'm very excited to play that kind of character. Um, usually, I play smart people in, in games because I've you to play a dumb scientist most doors, but I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, play the dumbest scientist, the dumb engineer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was really cool. There's some big monsters out in the world and stuff that I fought, and yeah, so um, I'm very excited for that game. I. I'm wondering if I'm gonna. I might want to play it on fucking my Steam Link and play it on my couch or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like it's gonna be a long one and it's gonna be a like re- like really intense one. Sure. Like one where you're sp- supposed to pay a lot of fucking attention. So uh, it's be a lot of reading. Like, relax. Yeah, and not sit hunched over my fucking computer um, to play it. But yeah. I'm pumped. That game looks fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right. We should be hearing about more of that soon. Yeah, I think it's next October. Sorry, next uh next October. next month. <laughs> next month, yes. Yeah. It is. Uh cool. That's it. That's it. We can do some news. Let's do some news. Quickly. It says here this is the title you've written down. E three is taking the fucking piss. Oh, but fucking are they or what? Like, good lord. Are you serious? Uh, I don't know if you saw this or anything. Same bits uh, of it. But uh, let's, uh, let's quickly bring it up. I should have brought it up. But um, so there, there was a marketing deck. They're pitching for the next version of, uh, of E3. And they're pitching that there will be 10,000 uh, more general public allowed into the um into the show for so, so that's 10,000 60,000 65,000 around there something like that, that right? um and uh it's it will be a fan media and influencer festival uh and some of the shit they talked about in this fucking uh this deck was gross as fuck um yeah, like we're we're talking about like using hang on, I find the power of social good is one of the slides. Uh by amplifying E3's social good brand, we can advance the industry's brand with consumers while storing positive chits for future use. What kind of fucking pod person talks about exploiting people's charitable fucking desires in that way? You like what kind of f- that's some fucking what's his face uh american psycho shit like good god <laughs> who fucking oh one tactic we can implement is partnering with influencers who are passionate about e3 relevant social good efforts gender equality stem like they're literally talking about exploiting people's charitable fucking desires to 
A, not have to pay them as much, and B, like, get on people's good signs as a result? Like, fucking hell. That is gross. Create paid media partnerships with major outlets that exponentially increase the reach of E3. So, uh, the press will have to pay, uh, to be involved with E3 now. Like, also, they refer to Tech Impact, the Tech Impact, uh, like, web show that they created, uh, that apparently they did not disclose, despite it being a sponsored, uh, program, they did not disclose that it was a, uh, advertising uh, uh, in in the listings for the show and stuff like that. Mm. So, uh, broke some FTC rules there. Um, yeah, it's just... E3 is dead. E3 is dead to me. It's dead to me. It's dead to fucking everyone else at this point. I mean, Sony already pulled out. Uh, we were theorizing that it was uh, because they did, maybe didn't have that much to show, but I think they made the right fucking decision. Um... I think the ESA is just fucking chock full of fucking dickwads. Like, they already leaked everyone's fucking info. Like, good lord. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Fuck E3. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... I saw some of the stuff that was going out. Game, game stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this was, in, like reported on by GameDaily.biz. A lot of people were just sort of fucking ripped off the story. But, uh, yeah, GameDaily.biz did the, the long, the hard yards mm-hmm. to get this one out there. It's, uh, it's uh, the, a digital app uh, which will uh, provide uh, the ability to skip wait times. So they're, so they're selling fast passes, fast passes to E3. Cool. Fuck that shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Next up, Death Stranding gameplay and mm. briefing video. So I didn't watch it because I didn't want to. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm back. I'm back on the hype train again. All right. I thought you watched but some I, of this. I did watch some of it, but it was in Japanese. Right. Yeah. That's um, the one, so that's what I was watching. Right. So yeah, I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, <laughs> like, I didn't have any. English narration or subtitles, so I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, I, di- I meant I didn't watch the English because I think they released the English one. Oh, did they? I believe so. Yeah. Right. I know they re- released yes. an English briefing trailer. Yeah. No, I didn't watch that shit. I don't give a fuck about that. No, they released like a dub or subtitles. Right. Dubs or subs? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's available if you you're so inclined. Well, my experience yeah. watching the uh, Hideo Kojima gameplay walkthrough is I still don't know what that game is after watching an hour of it of him playing in a in a language you didn't understand <laughs> yes. I mean yeah from what I've uh, I've seen online it seems like it's going to be this like hyper connected uh, yeah, some sort of like social game yeah social game which I'm in I'm in baby like bring it on I want to see where this takes us uh, whether it's because remember, it seems like they're expanding on on the. Remember, they had like the nuclear bombs in Metal Gear Solid Five, where people could, were trying to get rid of all the bombs in the world, but people, other people, just kept making them and stuff like that. Mm. Like, it seems like it's that sort of thing on a uh, 
game wide scale. The whole game is built around that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, you like have your bases. Yeah, and you can like get to them and use them and like help people out and or lead them to ruin and all that kind of stuff, which is fascinating. Uh, uh, on the other hand, it does look clunky as fuck and like awkward to be in, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, the stuff that I saw, it just seemed like you're carrying resources around and depositing them into some sort of bank, <laughs> some sci-fi bank. And then using that to yeah. build things, and then other people can like rate them depending on where you build them in the world or something. Like I saw, I felt like at one point I saw him cross a bridge that somebody had built over some water, yep. and you could rate it and like it, and people had signposts down. Um, at one point, there was like a boss fight that was really weird. I don't know. It just seems like, I just don't know what that game is. It seemed like a lot of walking around. Like he's he heard a podcast one day with you talking about how much you hated walking simulators, and he was right. like, "I got you back." <laughs> Don't worry, I got you, Joe. I got this. But there was going to make you walk for sixty hours. In, something lost in translation. Yeah, no, Kojima is my bro. He would never try to deliberately fuck me. It's clearly some sort of mistake, you know. But or it's it's a zwar. He's trying to zwar us, and he's like, "I'll make him think it's a walking simulator." And then, surprise. It's PT2. The fucking... It's PT2. <laughs> the fucking rain and shit. Like, game looks fucking hairy, man. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. It's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm apprehensive. I don't know if it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I think either Sony has pissed away a lot of money. <laughs> oh, and yeah. they're like, oh, we can't stop him now. He's gone too far. <laughs> I saw his tweet about how he... he started this new company with just a logo and an idea yeah. and uh, everyone's like yeah and the backing of the biggest console manufacturer in the world uh <laughs> yeah it must have been rough huh um and 60 million pounds um yeah gold all right what else we got Orglis picked up by wildcard gaming uh Orglis are the rainbow six second most rainbow six team in australia they're currently top of the table uh in the season 10 pro league uh, Australia, New Zealand, but that's a, the, the fanatic. Uh, still, probably better team at the end of the day uh, to this point. But uh, now that we've got like August has been August, so to speak, because they didn't have an org behind them. They were just sort of doing their own thing. Now they've got Wildcard Gaming behind them. Wildcard is an American um, company. Uh, they've got a World of Warcraft Arena team, um, a PUBG team um, and a couple of other teams. Oh yeah, and, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really like bold move from them. Uh, it's cool to see them getting into Rainbow Six, but it's mostly just awesome to see Orgulus, uh getting some backing because it means that they'll have the resources they need and the support they need to really take it to Fnatic. And what Fnatic needs is a team that will push it as hard as possible. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, you, you're only as good as your, you know, you're only as smart as your smartest opponent, right? So if you need smarter opponents, the best thing you can have happen is a massive, massive level up from one of your opponents to push you mm-hmm. to be the best. Uh, so this is a good thing for Australian 
Rainbow Six, and it's a good thing for basically everyone involved because it, it's just a indicator of how big Rainbow Six is getting uh, around the world. Yeah, uh, it's another big pickup for APAC as well. APAC now has Fnatic, uh, Cloud Nine, and Wildcard. Wildcard isn't on the same tier as Fnatic or Cloud Nine, obviously, but uh, yeah, they're working on it, and that's right. So just want to point that out. Um, and they also um, picked up a an ex Fnatic player as well, Neo Fighter. Oh, Neo Fighter, yeah, they had yeah they've had him for a little while, um, which is good shit. Um, yeah, they played Oddity last night, or is it today? I'm not sure. Last night today. That was last night. Yikes! I hope it was. I've got no idea now. I don't know. Um, but they're playing Fnatic next week, yep. so that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Congratulations to them. And yeah, that's about it. Nice. That's the news. It wasn't a. That's the news. Wasn't a lot going on. It's uh, a bit quiet. Seems like. Uh. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, we only questions for, pay- for we do. Discord. We do. Let's have a look. We've got Tom Sawyer says, there's a big picture here, so I know what's coming. But um, PSA, listening to your chat about casting to a TV. Get a Chromecast. Can mirror a Chrome tab easy as been using that for FIBA. Fuck FIBA, Tom. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Anyway, uh, can also cast from most Android apps without needing a Samsung or mirror a Pixel screen. That is a good point. There isn't. A question, Krusty Raven follows up with, sorry, had to do it. There is no answer because there is no question. That is extremely true. Um, yeah, you could you could have chucked a question mark anywhere. What, like, it could have been, why don't you get a Chromecast, Tom? That that would have been an easy one, mate. Like, why don't you get a Chromecast? And then I could be like, good, good question, Tom. I really like it. I've got an actual alternative um, that I've worked out. If I use the Steam Link app... Uh, which was recommended to me by Johnny Bravo, uh, I can actually mirror my fucking main PC screen and just play shit on my fucking computer in here and it mirrors straight to my TV, which is fucking sick. Uh, it works really well. The only problem is that I think, I don't know what it was, but uh, KO or whatever, whatever I was watching on kept like crashing. It was probably Chrome, really. I'll probably just whack it on fucking Firefox and watch on Firefox. Uh, but yeah, no, that would have been a good question. Instead, you didn't ask a fucking question. You didn't ask a question either, Krusty Raven. And Dangers writes, I can hear the rant from here already. It also doesn't ask a fucking question, which... Like, guys, there's literally just one thing you're supposed to... Like, you know, you guys literally called out Tom Sawyer, and you still didn't ask a fucking question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not angry at Tom. I'm angry at Dangers and Krusty Raven. <laughs> For knowing the what they're supposed to do and still failing to ask a fucking question. Uh, Tom Sawyer writes, Ooh, follow on. If you weren't involved in the industry and didn't have nearly as much time to spend, do you think you'd have similar... Oh, this is actually a question. Oh, I've spoken too soon. Um, do you think you would have similar patterns in the games you play? Do you think you'd still uh, you'd stay focused on mastering core games for years at a time, a la Jay and Destiny back in the day? Actually, Jay's still focused on Destiny. Or get more superficially involved in new games as they came through? Uh, if I wasn't involved in the industry, uh, I would probably still play every single game that came out came my way. 
probably I'd say, um, uh, just based on my twin brother's, uh, gaming habits, uh, where he plays every single fucking game he can, uh, being that we are identical clones of one another, I expect that I would do the exact same thing. Um, no, at the end of the day, I, I love games. I love games, uh, and I would play as many as I can to continue. Like, I think it'd be like, uh, I think of games like books, I think, you know, like I love books. And so I read a lot of books. Um, whereas I know some people, you know, really hone in on Lord of the Rings or whatever the fuck. Um, I like, I just, I love the concept of writing. I love reading other people's writing and, you know, seeing what they do, uh, with stories and stuff like that. And, uh, I, yeah, in that sense, I think I'd play a fuck ton of games. Now, what about you, Luke? Would you play lots of games or just one game? Uh, yeah, I think I'd still, I was always playing a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd be playing as much only because of the access that we get to, to things. That, that is true. And just stuff that we're given that, um, like I wouldn't necessarily buy as well. <laughs> yeah. True. Like there's a lot of things out there that we talk about and play where I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't come across my radar. I wouldn't buy it. Uh, just cause we had keys for things. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I'd still definitely playing a lot of games, just not, I guess the, uh, the uh, amount, like I'd probably still be putting a lot of hours. I still put in like a few hours now. Like I don't think I would be able to put in, 40 hours whatever we did um the last week i mean it's hard as well now that i'm on the other side of the world and our time yeah. difference is a bit is a bit skewed um like yeah. we were able to what time did you finish playing last night it must be fucking early in the morning three yeah good lord yeah yeah um but also like i'll get up and for instance today like if we were yeah. going to, well, yesterday was when we were playing, right? Uh, yeah. I think I started at maybe two or three and it would have been about eight yeah. or nine for your time in the morning or yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. And then, so like, I think we stopped at one point, you had dinner. Oh no, I had dinner, you had lunch. lunch. Yeah. And then we jumped back on and kept going, like that sort of stuff. We can still get a good solid gameplay session in, but he's sort of trying to work around. Uh, time zones at <laughs> this stage yeah um, and then also like I mean if if we hadn't been trying to finish Borderlands I would have been happy to just chunk in a, like a couple of hours every day yeah uh, if yeah but like obviously we're doing it for, for the podcast yeah uh, for you the de- our dear dear listeners um, but yeah like yeah I, I I think that's the main thing I wouldn't play as many games if I, if I wasn't in the industry or in the media industry attached to the games industry. Yep. Uh, I would play significantly fewer games, um, mostly because I would have to be doing other things, I guess. Mm. I'd have to be making money some other way, uh, making the small bucks in some other manner. <laughs> um, yep. I I reckon I'd, I'd be paid so well. Oh my God, I'd be fucking... <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Oh, baby. Baby, have you seen what fucking corporate writers get paid? Dude, that's what you want to chase. You want to chase fucking corporate writing while you're over there. It is cash city, baby. But, uh, yeah, it's not about games, so I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good question. Yep. Um, yeah, Jay still plays Destiny. Actually, we played Jay, uh, some Borderlands with Jay. 
uh, for a little bit. Um, that was cool. Right when it first came out. Uh, I don't know if you were in... Were you, did you make it in that session? Um, I saw you guys playing. I think at that yeah. stage... the. I didn't have a code at that stage, maybe. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, it didn't, yeah. Or mine was still downloading or something. Um, Played about the first seven levels with Jay. Yeah. Uh, Looters are definitely Jay's jam. Uh, I don't think he's going to stick with the Borderlands. Uh, he was having fun, but uh, yeah, I think he's still too obsessed with Destiny. Um, yeah. Anyway, good question, Tom. Good fucking... On the, on the fucking swing back. So now I'm extra angry at Dangers and Krusty who failed to follow up with a question when Tom clearly did. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I, actually, multiplayer game, like, if, if I did have to pick, if I only picked one game, it would be, like, a Battle Royale. It'd be a PUBG. Mm. Multiplayer games provide so much more, I don't know, depth of experiences at the end of the day in my opinion uh, I get too bored with single player games too quickly yeah that, uh, that Steam update because I'm in the Steam beta oh yeah and uh, so my Steam updates like four times a day but they uh, they put in this new library layout a mm. couple of days ago maybe yesterday and um, yeah. it's uh, there's an option in there that you can filter it by, by game time as well and oh, yeah. uh, a lot of my games that are up quite high are all multiplayer games dota is close to yeah. three thousand hours and then followed by Jeez. um pub g so yep. yeah there's nice there's a lot of stuff there multiplayer is the way. how do you sort by how do you sort by game time um you go to oh here hours played pub g underlords is up there Underlords makes the top six. Not bad. Counter-Strike Source is well high as well. And Dota. Dota is in the top ten. <laughs> yeah. even, though, even though I've played about fucking 15 minutes of it total. <laughs> uh, just because uh, I watch games in the client. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Gold. All right, that's the show. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all of those places. Uh, if you do have the time, please rate and read the show. You can find us under The Gap or The GA Podcast. Um, thank you if you have time to do that. You can send us questions via email, thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. If you want to jump in there and play some uh, Borderlands with people. Or just leave us questions. What have you done? Um, you can go do that uh, if you want to check us out on social media you can do so facebook.com slash ga podcast twitter.com slash ga podcast you can also go to our youtube page the gapodcast.com slash youtube i try got to try and figure out how to put in some borderland stuff um, oh. i might have to i don't know <laughs> figure that out play some more yeah play some more because i haven't recorded any tracks oh but it'll be all fucking super late yeah that's what i was thinking maybe just start a new character I don't know. Bummer. So, uh, I wanted to anyway. I wanted to jump in and try Zane. Oh, yeah. He does seem pretty cool. Yeah. We've got way too many fucking Beastmasters. Every cunt's a fucking Seems like there's a lot of Beastmasters. And... There's a lot of Beastmasters. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like the popular one. And um, I went through Amara's tree as well. And I was like, oh, surely she's not as bad as what people are saying. 
And I got through like two and a half trees, and I was like, man, this is re- <laughs> like, why would you play this character? It seems so boring. Why would you do it? Why? What are yeah. you doing? I just want to see someone build this like a Sycamara character, and then me go, all right, yeah, yeah. I'll play that. But yeah, I just want I'll someone to show me that. first what build I should be doing. Skip ahead, yeah. Yeah. Because there was one that said there's like a giant fist that comes out of the ground and grabs people or something. Like, that sounds sick. Yeah. Nah, it's not. Yeah. Anyway, um, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com, and it's got links to all the things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. Um, And that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help keep the website running. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast. Thank you to everyone who does that every month. We greatly appreciate your support. Thank you. And I think that is it. You got anything we want to pimp out for this week, work-wise? Uh, I did an interview with um, Flux, the coach at Auckland. Um Couldn't get any of the players. They were too busy screaming like mad for the return of season 10. But Flux had a bit of time to talk to me. Um, about the being picked up by Wildcard. Um, it's a pretty good piece. Um, nobody else, as far as I can could see, talked to anyone on the team. They just reprinted whatever fucking quotes they were given. Um, that ain't me. That ain't your old pal Jobo. Um, and I think that's about it this week. I do have some stuff that will be up next week, but it's out of my hands. I don't get to... I had to hand it away, so I just have to wait for that one to get published whenever the fuck. I just know it won't be up this week. Um, actually, it might not even be next week. Fucking hell. I don't know. How do people do this shit? How do people... I'm so used to just publishing all my own shit these days. I hate it. I hate publishing all my own shit because I just wish I could just write the copy and then send like fire and forget. But um, still, at least I know when the fuck it's going to be up yeah. as opposed to... I think, I think, I think. Yeah. And uh, that, and check out Red Bull Fight or Flight, uh, which is a PUBG tournament coming to PAX uh, online and then Sydney um, later this year. Yeah. Should be awesome. Cool. Um, what about you? What do you got? Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash LukeLaurie. L-A-W-R-I-E. Otherwise, you can go to Survivor.com. Uh, I have a the Surge 2 review going up next week that game's out next week and so we'll be able to talk about that as well next week so we're playing a bunch of that in between um between borderlands like yep when you're not around because sometimes you just don't want to play i don't know it's It's true it's true i'm busy (laughs) busy sleeping (laughs) sleeping like a chump yeah um so you can keep an eye out for that one um and i think that's it i guess that's what we'll be talking about next week surge 2 Maybe some other stuff. I'm not sure. Probably more Borderlands. Probably. A little bit. Some Modern Warfare. The The beta starts this weekend. The beta starts. PC beta. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I know. You're going to go in and stomp some people. Oh, I'm going to fucking wreck them. Go in and use all my fucking knowledge, my sick knowledge, uh, to ruin them. But yeah. All right. 46 gig download. Why? Not that bad. Not that bad. I nearly, when I was installing it, I nearly accidentally installed Black Ops 4. That's 152 gigs. Seriously, it's 152 gigs. That's crazy. Yeah, that's huge. It's huge. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back. More Gap next week.